It appears that standing up for the right of innocent people to protect themselves from a genocide terrorist organizations has become extremely risky to one's brand. And so lies have replaced truth, memes have replaced morality, hashtags have replaced history. I'm speaking, of course, about Israel. So we're going to talk about the Israel and the Palestine conflict that's going on in the Middle East. Let's talk about the history of Israel first. So in the early 1900s, Israel was controlled by the Ottoman Empire. And the French and the British came down there. And the British basically made allies with the Arabic that were there. And at that time, the Arabic people that were there, they were identifying themselves as Palestinians. You know, they were trying to get their prides, not just any Arabic, but a Palestinian Arabic people. And at the same time that was happening, there was a movement that was going on in Europe, Zionism, which says that Judaism is not just a religion, but a nationality, one that deserves a nation of its own. Because of years of persecution everywhere they go, they felt that this was their best chance of establishing a, safety, a safe haven for themselves. When World War I is over, the Ottoman Empire fails, the British take control of where Israel is right now, and they call it Palestine. Because the majority of the people there were Palestinians anyway. But they allowed Jewish migration. So the Jewish people just came. Like, they, there a lot of Jewish people came. The Arab people didn't like it. They weren't about it. So the British stopped the migration of Jews to Israel. Israel people started rebelling against this new policy. And right after that, the Holocaust happens. And people became more sympathetic towards Jews' suffering. So more Jewish people just basically came to Israel. But the Palestine obviously was not very sympathetic about the Holocaust. Uh, some don't even believe it happened. And some believe it dif- if it did happen, great. And some believe we might make it happen if it didn't happen, you know. But enough of that. So, so the UN proposes a, a two-state solution where the Arabic state Palestine and the Jewish state Israel. And this happened in 1947. A year later, <laughs> the Arab people are like, we are not having this. You know, they, I, they, they felt like it wasn't fair. They felt like they deserved more than what they got. So the, Palestine, so the Palestine got all the other Arabic countries like Jordan, Egypt, uh, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, uh, Lebanon, Yemen, they all were like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get these mofos. Now, you might be wondering, why would all these others, why would these all other countries all gain up on Israel? Well, because they're Jews. And all these other other countries next to them, they're all majority Muslim countries. Like, so, so they're all, they all just got their independence, all these countries. And majority of them were already Muslim and their main goal is basically to create, basically put back together the Islamic empire. And now what's standing in their way is obviously Israel. So they're trying to like get rid of Israel. That's why they all kind of team up together. So it'd be a lot easier just to get rid of them. But it doesn't happen. They lose. And when they lose, they get more territory. So Israel gets more territory than they agreed on, on the UN treaty. Millions of Palestinians get displaced. Majority of them migrated to Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, or Egypt. Vice versa, the Jews were getting kicked out of all the Muslim countries as well. And they were coming into Israel because obviously, you you know, it re- after the first war, Israel just got more 
more reputation. And if you're Jewish, and if you're Jewish, you're very proud that you, there's finally a state where it can keep you safe in a sense, you know. And then twenty years, and then twenty years later, the Six Day War happens. The Six Day War is basically Egypt, Syria, Jordan, and Iraq. S- same homies trying to destroy the Jewish nation, basically, and they lose again. This time they lose, but Israel gets hold of more territory. You know what what happens after war? You know if you win a war, you win territories. So they get hold of the Golden Heights. They get hold of the Western Bank. They also get hold of Gaza, right? But they reach a resolution to stop the war. And Israel even gave back some of the territories it conquered to Egypt. And even that, that wasn't enough. Like, this wasn't the end of it. So Jewish settlements started moving into Jerusalem for religious reasons, political reasons, like just to egg on the Palestinians. And some people just came there for the cheap housing. Like, the government would subsidize the house for you. So it was like a win-win. It was a free house. Why would you not go? The Palestinians weren't happy about this, obviously. To the point that they created a new group in Gaza that was that was independent from the one in West Bank. The Gaza the Gaza government felt the West Bank was being too secular, so they basically said their sole mission was to get rid of the Jewish state and the Jewish people. Basically, wipe Israel the map of the earth. That was basically their goal, and they they say it all the time. They're not hiding it. They're 100% real about that. But in 1993, the Oslo Accord was signed by both sides, which establishes like the first Palestine state authority government. This was basically a big major step. Like the Israel government is allowing Palestinians to govern themselves. Hardliner and both sides were not about this agreement at all. Hamas, who doesn't want to be ruled by Israel in any way, and the Israel people who feel that this is their land, they won. Like this is, they don't, why would we let a terrorist organization get a hold of uh, a land we conquered? You know. So Hamas regime sent some bombs to Israel, and then in return, Israel's right right wing group basically killed their prime minister. All this just to sabotage the deal. Crazy stuff, man. As Israel government becomes more right-leaning, the Palestine gets more aggressive, and another fatah happens from 2000 to 2005. On 2005, uh, the Israel government takes out all the Jewish people that were in Gaza and gets them out of there and moves them to the West Bank. So after that, Gaza basically becomes fully controlled by... uh, Hamas. Hamas, I remember, the terrorist guy. So basically, the whole place becomes a terrorist, a terrorist territory. So fast forward to now, Israel Prime Minister is Netanyahu, and he's up for re-election. And he's, he's like a corrupt politician, just like obviously all of them. And he's trying to save his job. So what is the best thing to do? He comes to Trump, you know, and he tries to get him to make Jerusalem basically the capital of Israel. And... They needed American backing on this because obviously America is the police of the world. If America says so, it's happening. But anyway, Trump sends his uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner, 
to come up with a deal with Netanyahu. So anyway, so all the Arabic countries, they come together and they make this peace treaty. I don't know if it was like in 2017 or 18. So before Trump left office, they got into agreement where all the other neighboring Arabic countries would make peace with Israel. They would finally accept Israel as an independent state and they won't like try to basically murder them. You know, they won't murder the Jews anymore. Which, it's a, it's a good news, obviously. It's a milestone. But Hamas was not happy about it, so he escalated his tactics. Because he knows that, like, the chance of them having a Palestine state is just disappearing. If there was a chance, it's like he felt that it was now. So he started attacking like crazy. And before that, Palestinian organizations in the West Bank were called the Fatahs. And the one in Gaza, Hamas, he thought they were too secular uh they weren't doing enough to try to get palestine independence most of the people felt the same way so most of the palestinian support was going to was going to hamas and the fatah organization were very scared about that you know and there was like an election held where majority of the voters seemed was going to hamas so they canceled the election so after that the palestinian were obviously furious now the Fatah organization, you know what they get? They decided to do. They decided also increase their antic as well of like Jewish hatred. There has been a TikTok trend where Palestinians will go out and beat up Israel people, you know, like older Jewish people. And remember, it doesn't matter if the Jewish people lived in Palestine territory because even then they were still getting beat up by the Palestinians. And most of the time, the uh, Palestinian Authority they didn't care. They didn't really care. In fact, one of the Hamas leaders went on television and basically says, get a knife and start basically cutting the Jew's neck. And he's like live on TV showing how to cut a human person's neck. You understand? Like that's how crazy it gets. After that, the escalation just started increasing from like the people, the Palestinian people and the Palestinian organization. They both of them, the antic was like, from the bottom up. From the bottom up, it just became crazy. So last week, Hamas terrorist organization started sending rockets. Rockets towards Israel. Luckily, Israel has some of the best technologies in the world. When it comes to defense, especially. And they have this uh, dome system where it just catches all the rockets they throw at them. So they catch most of the rockets. They fire. Hamas fires over 1,500 rockets. Out of those 1,500 rockets... 200 of them fell in Gaza on his own people. So that's the thing. People have been bringing up the casualty numbers. And people just don't understand how one side is so dedicated of destroying the other side. There's even like, so so when Israel sends strikes, when Israel strikes back on these terrorist attacks, they call these buildings, like the people who live there, they give them heads up to get out of the building and save your kid's life. There's a conversation where an Israel... Israel Authority is having a conversation with one of the tenants in Gaza and they're telling them like, hey, we are we are about to strike that building. So can you get everybody, all the kids, can you get everybody out of the building? And the guy says, no, we will not leave this building. We would rather die so people would know how evil you guys are. So the Israel Authority was like, but dude, you have responsibility to save those kids there. And the guy said, we will risk the kid's life. Do you understand? Do you understand what we're dealing with? This person would risk his own kid's life 
to just let the world know how evil Israel is. Yeah. So anyway, people like Trevor Noah, John Oliver, the girls, you know, the 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 four or three girls in in Congress, the Alexandra Cortez, the Alahashi, I don't know their name. But anyway, all of them are focused on the casualty numbers. They're basically making the argument that Israel is more technology advanced, they sh- so they shouldn't be killing this many Palestinians. That's basically what they're saying. Like, why isn't there more Israel people dying than Palestinian if if Israel is being uh, attacked? That's basically what they're, that's the argument they're making, which is just insane. It's like, it doesn't matter how prepared you are, if someone, if someone keeps hitting you, you're going to eventually hit back. Regardless of, imagine you're at the gym, this big, big, big guy, right? He's, he's stronger than you. And this small dude comes and just keeps hitting him. Just keep hitting him. Do you just expect this guy not to do anything about it? Eventually, he's going to react. People will might be like, dude, what the heck? You're way bigger than this guy. How can you just hit this small person? But dude, this guy has been hitting me this whole time. And he basically said he will never stop hitting me. So what? Am I going to spend my rest of my life just letting this person keep hitting me? And let's even say this person is hitting me in my own gym. I will kick you out of my gym, bro. I will kick you out of my gym. There are people leaving in Israel who have a bomb shelter. Like these people have to go underground bomb shelters because the people who live next to them are trying to eradicate their existence. Like this is not a two-side argument. This is this is a done deal. And uh, was it Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang tweeted. Andrew Yang is a he's running for mayor in New York, and he tweeted like, you know, we stand with our brothers in Israel. Dude, the backlash he got was like insane. It's it was insane. This is what Bernie Sanders tweeted in the mix of this as well. He was like. The devastation in Gaza is unconscionable. We must urge an immediate ceasefire. The killing of Palestine and Israel must end. We must also take a hard look at the nearly $4 billion a year in military aid to Israel. It is illegal for USA to support human rights violation. Bernie, what are you talking about, dude? Are you saying these people cannot... De- Literally, everybody doesn't want Israel to defend themselves. The, the, the anti-Semitic is ridiculous, dude. Bernie is himself is Jewish too, by the way. There was like a, uh, there was this kid who's a Palestine. He went to this Jewish store and in his, in his phone, he had like, basically says free Palestine. And he would go to Jewish store and he's asking these Jewish people like, Hey, can you read this? Can you read what on the screen? So one of the Jewish person actually grabs it and looks at it. And then he goes to the camera and he's like, there is no Palestine. I thought that was freaking hilarious. Now Netanyahu has even support of like the real the the real Jewish or- Orthodox on his side, and he's trying to get reelected. And the one thing most Israel want obviously is to stop this terrorist organization. And he was just looking for just 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 an excuse, just an excuse to finally go into Gaza and destroy this dude. And he finally got it. And now he's in there. I don't think they're going to stop. The world is basically criticizing Israel. And I think they finally had enough. And good for them, I say. Get rid of this terrorist organization. It's ridiculous, dude.
This is not a two-sided argument. As long as Palestine is being ruled by this Hamas terrorist organization or by the Fatah, they're also a terrorist organization, dude. Fuck it. They're also a terrorist organization. As long as these guys are in control of the Palestinian people, I don't think anything's going to change. Hopefully this ends as soon as possible, and I think it will. United United States is probably going to get a pressure, and the Biden administration is going to find a way to convince Israel to stay down, basically, and go back to the old situation that we're in. And this happens every time. Nothing really gets solved. Palestine attacks Israel people. Israel retaliates. Everybody criticizes Israel for protecting their own people, you know? And just the same thing, man. Eh? So, what you should get out of the story is, this thing is not going on because of some eviction or some protest or or a tree by the mosque was burned down or something like that. It's none of that at all. It's just simply the politics power is shifting towards Hamas, the terrorist dude. So all these other people talking about Israel has no right to basically protect themselves or they're committing a war crime or or they will use word like genocide or even trying to stop them from like purchasing weapons to protect themselves. Even everything cools down. Remember this. If, Pal- if Palestinians don't change their ideology, nothing will change. Their philosophy is the Jews don't belong in this land. If that doesn't change, this conflict will not change. And we'll be talking about this for years to come. Okay? All right. I'm done.